You're listening to the Growth Exponential Podcast. I'm your host, Bradley Caro Cook. Today, we're joined by Melissa Kaiser, who is the Chief Executive Officer of Discovery Children's Museum, Las Vegas. The mission of Discovery Children's Museum is to foster a welcoming, vibrant, and inclusive environment where all are invited to engage in playful and educational experiences that ignite a lifelong love of learning. Melissa, welcome. Thank you so much, Bradley. Glad to be here. Well, I'm thrilled to have you here because this is actually my first interview with someone who is the CEO of a children's museum and super curious to learn at a high level. Could you share with us about the mission of Discovery Children's Museum? I'd be happy to. So a lot of people don't know that Discovery Children's Museum has been a part of the Las Vegas community for 30 years. It is our 30th anniversary. So against all odds, we have a children's museum in Las Vegas and we are in our shiny new location in Symphony Park as of six years or seven years this year. I'm sorry, we just entered 2020, so I have to start saying seven years. Wow. Um, And it's a three-story, 26,000 square foot fun land where kids are playing but becoming educated in STEAM education, science, technology, engineering, art, and math without even realizing they're learning because it's such a collaborative and fun place for kids of all ages. I'm so excited to learn more about it now. And I'm also super curious, could you share with us your background story? What was it that led you to being the chief executive officer of a children's museum? Well, I had been an art history major in college and loved museums. I think growing up on the East Coast, I was exposed to museums from a very early age and didn't know I'd end up in a children's museum. But after spending 15 years of my career fundraising for a fine art museum and getting to work with children in that museum space to bring them into what is a museum, what is art. It was just a very natural transition for me, loving museum and nonprofit fundraising organizations. That's beautiful. Do you have a specific memory from your childhood regarding visiting a museum or something that sticks with you today? Oh, gosh. There are so many. I think in Philadelphia, we had uh, the Franklin Institute, which had a giant cart that children could walk through and hear the blood pumping. And it was such an amazing experience and field trip and opened my eyes to science and that I could actually tangibly bring home that feeling, the sensory feeling. I learned I was a sensory learner from that field trip. I still think about that. Wow, that's amazing. And that's so multimodal. I'm I'm wondering if ever that you've seen that anywhere since then. I think Franklin Institute still has their heart. I've seen similar exhibits in other science and children's museums, but that one is still a pretty unique experience as far as early education children's museums go. That's amazing. Now, I, I understand that you'll be celebrating your 30th anniversary. Could you share a little bit about how the museum started and where you see the museum going in the next 10 years? I'd love to. So we're here on the Growth Exponential podcast, so it's exciting to share our story of growth. I wasn't here in the very beginning, but I know there were a number of forces that came together in Las Vegas that were all working at the same time. We had the Junior League, there was the Arts Council, and a lot of volunteers that wanted to see a children's museum here because it was the start of the children's museum movement in America. And so from very humble beginnings, we prototyped exhibits in our shopping malls, in Lorenzi Park, in other locations around the city, and ultimately created our first space on Las Vegas Boulevard with the library. And it was a wonderful 
partnership from the very start. Seven years ago, we moved into Symphony Park, and since that day, we've grown from a $2.5 million budget to over $6 million budget here. We're serving over 250,000 children each year um, with their families. This is a parent-child experience, and we've grown our access programs to now include admission for families on public assistance through our Museums for All initiative, which offers $3 admission to any family with a SNAP, EBT, or WIC card. So the growth has been tremendous. We're reaching more and more children at all levels of our community. Wow, that's really impressive. And I love how you've grown and it's really so children focused the whole time. Now, STEAM is an important element in curriculum in all educational institutes. Can you explain why it's important in Discovery Children's Museum? Well, you had asked about what the next 10 years look like and where we're going. We are integrated with the Clark County School District curriculum, the science standards, and now our new social studies standards. And STEAM education is a deeply rooted in our school district's objective. So we want to bring that out of the classroom in a hands-on environment that some children learn better when they're outside of a traditional classroom space. We know that careers in the future will have some element of technology to it at every level. So helping kids become fluent and get over their intimidation of technology is critical. We've just launched a new maker space in our building, which allows kids to use 3D printing, laser cutting, robotics, coding. Thinking about our industries here in Las Vegas, where gaming industry, video games are on the rise. So how do we turn what kids love into a career, into an education that's going to help them as they navigate what they want to do with their own lives down the road? Wow. And with these opportunities, I'm curious to see where the children are as adults in 10 years from now, based upon those experience. Now, how important is play in teaching kids to learn and how to incorporate play at Discovery Children's Museum? You know, play is one of those words that can sound frivolous to some, but it's actually much deeper and more serious of a topic in our kids' lives. Kids that are dealing with poverty or other stressors in their lives need play. They need a chance to be a kid and to level that playing field through what we might take for granted if we've had play in our childhood. And, and a lot of parents often say they don't know how to play with their kids. They're working multiple jobs. They're dealing with stress of their own. So we provide those tools to help parents play with their kids, for our staff to engage and to teach the parents about how their kids learn through play. And, and it's, believe me, when you come here, it's not all that scientific. It just naturally happens because play is intuitive and kids are naturally collaborative. But fun, laughter, and bringing that into every child's life, we think is a really noble goal. Yeah, I mean, I, I think back to the museums that I went to as a child, and it was those exhibits where we had the opportunity to play that really stuck with me and have a memory of in a significant way. It's great to hear that, like, that's the focus and that's the ability for them to experiment and to learn in that space. So you're very proud of your museum on all programs that you've instituted a year ago. Tell us a little bit about the program and why you think your program has been so successful. You know, it takes a real village here. Uh, Discovery, when you add in all of the staff hours, the volunteer hours, the contributions from the community, you can't do this work alone. It really 
takes chaperones, it takes volunteers from our corporations to bring a field trip into the museum and, and help those kids have a wonderful time. I'm just proud of all the people who love children in our community and who are giving of their time and resources and talent. Amazing. You have a unique partnership with the library. How did that come about and how successful has that been? Oh my gosh, we have a waiting list. Um, I'll explain the program. It's the Passport Program. It's the Clark County Library District and Discovery Children's Museum Passport. And a family at any branch in the Clark County Library District can check out a four-person pass to Discovery free of charge. All they need is their library card. And we started talking with the library district about two years ago. We thought there are libraries and children's museums all over the country. What an amazing project this would be to model in other cities across the country. We were so grateful that the library district has invested in this program to help us support the program, the families that come, and also market the program. We have a waiting list of over 5,000 people who are in line to come and take advantage of that program. So I'd say we knocked it out of the park. Wow. Yeah. I can't even imagine that number 5,000. How long would they have to wait in order to participate with a list of 5,000? You know, I don't know the math of how many passports are in each branch, but people check the passport out for a week. So there's a pretty quick turnover, but the kids' faces when they come into the museum holding the passport and they say, I never thought I'd be able to come here or bring my kids here. Thank you. It's so rewarding. And speaking about kids, could you share with me about Discovery on Wheels and Field Trip? Absolutely. So our responsibility isn't just to sit back and hope that people come to us. We need to get into the community and get to the community centers, to the Title I schools, and be a presence so that others will know us and know that we exist, first of all, and, and that we care about their whole community infrastructure. Discovery on Wheels is over 25 years old, so we bring health science education into elementary school classrooms. And that's everything from personal hygiene, brushing your teeth, all the way up to learning about the heart, circulation, you're making fake blood, you're learning about advanced respiratory systems and cardiac systems, hopefully inspiring future doctors. So it's a free program for Title I schools, and we are just so proud that we're making an impact on children's health choices and because we know that sometimes health and food and, and other hygiene and choices are not always the first thing that a child is learning in life. So we're adding to that. The other program you mentioned was the field trips program. We have a partnership with the Clark County School District and the Raiders, which provide transportation um, buses for our school kids to come. So again, it's a free program and really just trying to reach every, every classroom to come to our museum. That's amazing. You're doing so much good for so many people. What are ways that our listeners can help you in accomplishing your mission? So we really rely on support from our members and members of the community as well. So we have a membership program. Annual giving is really critical to us. So any contribution that you can make helps a child in need um, have the experience and joy of discovery. That's beautiful. And how do people find you? So we, our website is discoverykidslv.org. We're also on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. That's great. Well, I want to thank you so much for joining us today and wish you tremendous success in all your worthy endeavors. Thank you so much, Bradley. It's been a pleasure speaking with you and I appreciate all you're doing to help spread the word and grow our community. 
You've been listening to the Growth Exponential Podcast. If you know an executive director or nonprofit professional that you think I should interview, shoot me an email at bradley at growthexponential.org.